This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Good evening, everybody. It's 8 o'clock on this Tuesday night. A 3-0 defeat in the first group game of the EFL Trophy in the 2020-2021 season. God, that's a mouthful. But the scoreline doesn't tell the full story. This is the Cool Down post-match reaction show where I do realise that I've got the wrong image on the screen. It says the Preston game, but it is the City game that we're talking about tonight. Don't worry about that. Admin errors. Can't all be good. This is Off The Cuff Live and for the last time, probably ever, the Mansfield Matters crew are together again in our own little bubble. Get involved in the comments now. Let us know what you thought of the game as the Stags lose 3-0 at the hands of Manchester City under-21s. A very good evening to you all. I hope that you are all well. Welcome to the Cool Down post-match reaction show where for the next 35 minutes we will be live on this uh, very uh, very same page uh, talking all things Mansfield Town versus Manchester City under 21s. A little bit different tonight because the eagle-eyed amongst you who's watching on the live stream will see um, myself, Cam and Nathan on screen as always. Cam and Nathan are sat next to each other all be socially distanced they are uh, I assure you the uh, correct distance uh, apart we formed a bit of a bubble for tonight's show we are actually in the same room um, although the cameras it doesn't look like it I'm using the, the webcam on my laptop and uh, Cam and Nathan are using the main camera over there but we are all together socially distanced as I say uh, we've just watched the game together because um, a great day for us Nathan this is the last time we're going to see Cam Yes. Uh, what has it been? Seven years for you anyway? Probably three years of me trying to, you know, he's been hanging around like a bad smell. So we're finally uh, finally getting rid of him. It's time for celebrations. Forget about a 3-0 defeat. It's, uh, it's all happy smiles over here. 
I'm obviously only joking, Cameron. Cam, where are you off to? Uh, I'm going to uni, so I'll be moving to Manchester on Saturday to study at UCFB. Um, that's going to be fun. Uh, it's going to be interesting because I'm up in Manchester still in lockdown, so the chances of me coming back, uh, not till at least Christmas. Um, and, and of course, just to rub salt in the wounds a little bit for us, um, you know, you've sort of got to look at your new team tonight because you are going to be based every day at the Etihad, aren't you? Uh, yeah, the the main uh, main campus is the Etihad, so um, their hospitality suites, uh, what they are during the day, is just empty rooms so they're just full of tables and chairs usually uh, so lectures are taught in there some stuff's taught at the study hub which is across the road from Piccadilly train station but that's um, a lot of TV media stuff in there so some of the stuff will be in there but a lot of it will be at the Etihad so um, rubbing shoulders with Pep and all that well there you go Definitely I'm going to give you a little bit of a little bit of a job tonight because Nathan's microphone's a little bit off so I'm going to get you to uh, to share the microphone so if you can do the uh, the usual hold in that'll be fantastic just swivel yourself around a little bit excellent almost like you're interviewing in, in some way shape or form right this is how the post-match uh, cool down post-match reaction show works for those of you who uh, haven't seen it yet uh, we are going to set a clock of 30 minutes so we've got half an hour to talk all about the game we've just seen using all that emotion and we want you guys at home to get involved too, I can see a lot of you have already done so. Uh, so I'll get to a few of those, um, few of those uh, comments and questions as well uh, in just a minute. Let us know uh, what you thought of the game, who you thought your man of the match was, and things uh, like that. It's purely talk about uh, the game itself. We won't be hearing any post-match interviews or things like that. That's what I follow is for, and we will hopefully try and do another podcast uh, soon where we look ahead to the season and all of that stuff um, in between. Are you clear on the rules? both of you yes yes excellent right um right so here we go then i'm going to put the little timer on the 30 minutes for the cool down post-match reaction show discussion starts now there you go the bell has gone and you can see on the camera on the live feed the time ticking away uh, in there so let me first and foremost go to your guys reaction uh, at home i've got to remember to look at my camera on my laptop and not look up there for the camera uh, tonight as well um lots of you watching so far please do get in touch as always jamie says it was like watching boys against men and they were the better team and if it was for better finishing um, and some good defence, they could have ended up with six or seven goals tonight. Um, Andy says, battled back into the game, but need to take chances. Some positives, Ollie Clark, Tyree Sinclair, Callum Gordon, Corey O'Keefe, all very good. Alistair Smith needs to find some aggression from somewhere. Mel Benning has had a, four, uh, a poor few games. And Andy says, man of the match, Sinclair or Clark. Well, let's address that then because... Literally, with five minutes to go, we were sort of on the edge of our seats, weren't we, Nathan? Because, you know, we were we were getting back into the game. We were looking quite strong and it looked for, for a moment like we actually might uh, take the game to at least penalties. Yeah, I actually, um, up to the 90th minute, I was actually sort of quite positive. I don't know whether we found ourselves in a positive bubble over here, but um, I probably got to slightly disagree with Jamie's comments. I, th- I thought that for most of the game... Uh, coming up against the, the quality of, of Man City, I, I think we, I was expecting an absolute masterclass from them, and I don't think we let them do it because we, we pressed well. I think um, first half and the majority of second half we controlled midfield really well. I think that's probably where, you know, we was the best uh, in this match, especially Ali Clark, Tyree Sinclair. Yes, Smith probably struggled towards the end, but the, the majority of the game, the midfield, we probably did pretty well. We just struggled to get it in the back of the net, but. The second half, we, we were pressing and 
up to that sort of second goal, which absolutely killed us off, and then you know, the third goal was just was just absolutely poor from us. I felt that we gave a really good account of ourselves, and a three three nil win for them was probably a bit. Uh, flattering. Let's uh, look at the team we played tonight, Cam, as well. Obviously, uh, we were expecting it to be mixed up ever so slightly with half an eye on uh, Tranmere on Saturday. Marek Steck in goal, back three of Rolin. Mayonnaise. Uh, of course, Aaron O'Driscoll, Ryan Sweeney, uh, midfield of uh, Corey O'Keefe, Alistair Smith, uh, Ollie Clark, interestingly captain the side as well tonight. Um, and we also had Mal Benning. Then Tyree Sinclair played in just behind a front two of uh, Nicky Maynard and uh, Jamie Reid. First and foremost, when we saw uh, that lineup, what what did you make of, of that lineup tonight? It was a relatively strong stag side. I was expecting it to be. Um, I wouldn't say weaker because I think that does disservice to those who, who didn't play but I was expecting it to be a little bit more youthful than what it was Cam Yeah but also you think we are only days away from the start of the season now and I think as a team we've not come up against an opposition where we think right we really need to get teeth into the game actually see how we can set up and how we're actually going to be able to play and I thought it was a fantastic um Fantastic game. I thought we had some real good chances. Uh, obviously, disappointed to let three in. I thought uh, the first one was it was a, a decent goal. It was a little lapse in concentration, but you can just see the the the, uh, the attacking instincts and the clinicalness from from the the Manchester City youngsters. And and obviously, these players are going to be hopefully world beaters in the future. So we've we've put give them a decent game because they came into the game thinking right they're probably thinking we're gonna we're gonna win this quite easily and you'd look at the scoreline you think they would but it really did tell a complete different story. Yeah, it was an interesting one uh, to see develop, wasn't it, Nath? Because like Cam said, the the opening goal from them, uh, an excellent bit of uh, attacking movement from them. We completely switched off after we had a chance to take the lead at one end and they just outpaced us and basically took their chance, didn't they? But other than that, up until probably the 70th, minute and, and other than that and a free kick, they didn't really have, you know, trouble us too much that we were sitting there thinking we're going to get a thump in here. No, um, sort of like, like I said before the match, I was anticipating them to sort of keep possession really well, um, you know, be, be sort of um, switching the ball from side to side, making us move and making us work a lot. Um, but it really it wasn't like that. There was a, you know, we we noticed very early on that we was playing a very high pressing game, which actually forced a few unforced you know errors from uh, from their defense. So you know that's credit to, to us and how we set out, and um, I think. For a lot of the game, that that worked well, and and the the best thing was a second half in particular when we did get the ball, we we started to make chances. We just didn't have, you know, a bit like like preseason has been probably, uh, you know, so far all, all the way through. We just didn't really have that cutting edge to put it in the back of the net. So um, we've got to certainly work on taking those chances. But I think overall, you know, if you're going to look at the under twenty one sides that are in the competition this year. We've probably come up against the best team that you, you're going to do when it comes to the young young team out there. So we really didn't do that bad. I'd probably say we did better tonight than what we did against Everton, Everton under 21s last last year, and and yet the scoreline says something different. But that I think that was really a one nil defeat, and and even that would have been a bit harsh. We deserved a draw. Yeah, the scoreline cam absolutely flattered Manchester City under 21s, in my opinion. Yeah, and it did, but it just shows the golfing class sometimes. And I think 
We lost the shape a little bit once someone like Ollie Clark came off. Uh, it's just unfortunate because these, obviously, the young players that we brought on, they've still got a lot to learn. But I think, uh, obviously, although they might be the same age as the, the, their Manchester City counterparts, this is such a golfing class, but it just shows why these players are where they are and, and the team that they're playing for. And I think it's... It's it's unfortunate because we've got good players. We have actually got a decent team that hopefully we're going to do well this season. But it just the the attacking instincts and the, and the clinicalness from the City, Manchester City players. And I think the second and third goals just sum it up completely. The second one was just a little little bit too far away from the defender. Turns great finish, and then the third one was just absolutely calamitous. It's just it's like just buried his head in sand and. And the game was gone, and it probably was, but it was just a poor goal to concede. And as much, though, as we talk about, you know, it's a 1-0 game, Nath, I think one thing we've we've got to not ignore is how poor our defending was for goal two and goal three right at the end, um, you know, pretty much the 90th minute, two goals in as many minutes. Um, you, you can't, you, you can't, ignore that can you because that was a, a big concern and I'm sure Graham Cochran in his post-match uh, interview uh, will be saying exactly the same yeah and I think uh, it probably makes it a little bit worse the fact that it's kind of a, a repeat from from Saturday when we played Preston you know again obviously you take into consideration you're against higher opposition like we were like you could argue you know we were tonight but you still need to switch on so we need to hope that, or we need to make ensure that we're we're not giving similar chances away to to League Two. Because although the quality, you know, you hope that you know might not be the same, you're still going to get punished. So we've we've got to cut that out. Uh, but I think the most probably you know on the flip side, there were some some promising up to that point, some promising displays from the defender. I think defenders. I think uh, Sweeney and O'Driscoll uh, were, were both looking very good tonight, and 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 mayonnaise didn't did improve. So um, you know. I, we just need to sort of, uh, I think, as a, it's not necessarily individual errors. I think as a collective, uh, you know, you can't point your finger at one individual player. I think there's been a few mistakes by uh, several players so far in this sort of pre-season campaign, if that's what you can call it. Yeah, lack of match sharpness. And, you know, I think sometimes as well, again, we talk about it quite a lot, Cam, but we spoke about it in there when we were watching it about how much the crowd can help you because the way we were playing the second half on the front foot starting to get a little bit more drive about us starting to get a little bit more energy and a little bit more zip that's when if you've got a crowd in especially a home crowd to get behind you start singing the songs and just sort of lift that atmosphere that five ten percent that's that can make a, a big difference and I think that probably showed maybe I'm not maybe if there was a crowd in tonight we might have seen a goal and maybe we might not have seen that sloppiness in the 90th minute. Yeah, and although these games don't particularly get the attendances, because just the way that the one-call stadium is, you're very much on top of the t- on top of the pitch. So even just a small amount of noise just reverberates around the ground and it's fantastic. And it, and it does show, because you, you think back to a decent couple days away at... Um, uh, West Brom's always one that springs to mind and Cardiff in the FA Cup as well it's just the difference that a crowd can make it might not be the, the result that you want but it, it just it gives that the players just that extra extra edge and and it has been missing and I think it, the sooner crowds can come back the better because we are a team that it plays well in front of a crowd It's it, we've seen that 
although yes Preston was a fantastic team we just the team didn't react the same way and and the pre-season friendlies we've not played the same way as we would do usually but it's something we've got to live with unfortunately and I think if players can't perform when there's not a crowd there what do you think they're going to do when there is a crowd there when if something goes wrong you're going to get fans on your back not always going to be supporting because you can see how how toxic a game can be sometimes and it just the way that the fans get on the players back just trying to spark a reaction from them yeah keep your comments coming in just under 20 minutes left to go on the cool down post-match reaction show the show designed to try and keep that match day vibe alive what would we be doing if we you know we're leaving the one course stadium now we'd all be on facebook we'd all be on twitter we'd all be on whatsapp or whatever or in the car and talking about the game with all that raw emotion which is what we're trying to channel here until football returns we want you guys at home yes that's you looking at you right there uh, to get involved in the comments below just like uh, Roy and Lee have done. Lee says, crowd's got nothing to do with it. They're professional. Uh, Roy says, much better than the Preston game. Uh, would like to have seen Knowles on for more time. Uh, like to see Stone in net. Other than that, quite hopeful for the Tranmere game. Maynard not yet ready. Uh, let's talk a little bit about Nicky Maynard, Nath. Obviously, uh, first time we've seen him back in Stag's uh, colours. He played uh, a little bit of that game on Saturday, the behind-closed-doors friendly, I believe, at Burnley is that right Cam's nodding I can just see him over the top of my screens for those who don't know by the way uh, more Covid secure measures I've got screens in front of me uh, to stop the spread and mainly be able not to look at Cam's face for half an hour which is good Um, and uh, what was I saying oh yeah so I think one thing for me in that whole situation it's just I've lost completely lost Nicky Maynard. Nicky Maynard. Yes. Thanks, Nate. You're welcome. Thank you. Um, yeah, obviously it's the first time we've seen him. Lacking a little bit of match sharpness, not had the pre-season which everybody else has bought. He did look hungry, had a couple of chances tonight, and I think if you can get the right partnership, him and Reed did look fairly decent together. But what complemented that more was the performance of Tyree Sinclair. Yeah, I was literally just about to say that. I mean, uh, first of all, let's, you know, let's, let's touch on Nicky Maynard. I mean, I, I don't think he necessarily did anything wrong. He 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 worked hard. I mean, he was, again, part of the uh, the press, which is obviously what Coughlin uh, asked of the players. We, we were pressing from, from the top, which, uh, you know, I think uh, go back a few years, you know, a couple of seasons, uh, we used to do that and we used to get, you know, good... It was effective. We used to get good results from that. So... You know, he, he didn't uh, didn't shy away from that. I think there were a couple of chances that came into the box where if he were a bit sharper, if he had a, a full pre-season under him, which, I mean, by any means, I don't think anyone's had a full pre-season, really, when you consider how it's been. But uh, if he had been a part of it a bit more, you know, we might have seen a bit more of the old Nicky Maynard getting an end, end of those chances. But that, that will come. So I, for one, probably say Saturday he'll probably be on the bench and he'll come on as he as he build up, builds up his fitness. But... Uh, aside from that, I don't think he he necessarily had a bad game, but what was most promising and and for me, probably t- it's probably a, a toss up between uh, Sinclair and, and Arnie Clark, but I think for for man in the match, but I think Sinclair, um, you you played played really well and so he's been probably the most talked about player over preseason, uh, but this has been the first game where we've really had the opportunity to to watch him in in um you know, in a full match competitive mode and he, he certainly didn't look out of place, which is only going to be a, a, you know, a really exciting thing for us to sort of see to, you know, how it develops over the season. Certainly one to look at to put on the starting 11 team sheet for Saturday, Cam. 
Tyree Sinclair. Oh, definitely. And I think the link up between him and Ollie Clark was fantastic. Just uh, obviously, Tyrese is a fantastic player. He's a fantastic player now. He's going to be a very good player for the future. And it's just that trickery and that little little bit of spark of in, in, uh, ingenuity. And it's just something that we've lacked. We've lacked a bit of creativity, but we've also lacked a bit of grabbing the game by the scruff of the neck, like Ollie Clark did quite a bit tonight. Um, I think. We obviously we've seen a bit of Clark earlier this uh, the weekend. He played a bit on yeah. Saturday. Yep. So obviously this. Although is, obviously we didn't see it because well, we, it wasn't. Yeah, it we wasn't didn't see it. yeah. Uh, don't get an, any under in illusions that we actually went to the game. We no, didn't. No, no. It was at Burnley, so no, definitely not. Um, but it it was the first time that we'd really seen him, and it, it was very impressive. And I think if he can stay fit, then he's definitely going to be a, a vital part. And I think it just shows what Graham Cochran thinks of him that he's been here a matter of months and he's already the captain so was that a pull for him to be in the club or is that something that Graham Cochran saw straight away like this is this is why we want to bring him in he's just that um, although he's still quite young what's he 28 I think so yeah so he's, he's but he's still one of the more experienced players in the squad compared to the rest yeah you've got to remember that our squad is a lot lot younger this year but like we said in the car on the way up you don't sign for a club if you've been captain somewhere else under the same manager who's now manager at the new club that you're signing for and not given the captains I think it was always a given and Nath one thing which you know perhaps was highlighted tonight was how much we changed when Ollie Clark went off yeah, I mean, you've got um, there's, there's there's a couple of ways you can look at. It. Obviously, Ali Clark went off, and we did bring on some more you know youthful players. So there's obviously going to be uh, a bit you know a bit of a shift in uh, sort of uh, the mentality on the pitch. But I just think he he not only did he he just sort of led by example. He just played really well, and I was actually sort of. I didn't really know what to expect from him. He wasn't a player that necessarily, um, you know, excited me when he signed as, as such. I thought, you know, a decent acquisition, but, I, you know, I, I didn't really know what to expect from him. But I think after seeing what he's done uh, tonight, obviously he, he himself has only recently come back from injury. So you'd, you'd like to say he'd probably, he's probably only going to get better over the season. I think he's going to be, you know, touch wood, quite a, a key player for us. And when you throw in some other players that can go in there, you know, you like to have of Maris and, and Perch and obviously Sinclair. I actually think in the middle of that park, we, we could be quite decent. Yeah, we've certainly got a lot of prospects in there and a lot of different options we can use. But I certainly think uh, that Tyree Sinclair will be fighting uh, in that mix. He's certainly been very impressive uh, indeed. Let's move on uh, and talk about the defence. Good comment here from uh, Stephen who says, New defence is not that's not yet settled. Let's hope that the pattern of conceding goals ends once the season starts. Only 35% possession again is worrying. I mean, for my money, Cam, I'm not too fussed about... Um, possession stats like I say for the majority of the game up until probably the 88th minute I felt we were the better team the two goals late on obviously lead a sour taste and which we certainly had that sour taste before we started this and um, I think we sort of brushed that aside a little bit but um, one thing for me I think the the comment is right the defence isn't quite yet settled a lot of people are expecting it to be uh, mayonnaise and Rawson and Sweeney but tonight it was uh, Mayonnaise and O'Driscoll and Sweeney and I think for my money um, 
O'Driscoll was probably the pick of, of that back three. He had one little shaky moment where he sort of missed it, a back pass to Marek Stech, but looked looked calm, comfortable on the ball. Let's not forget as well, he's only a young player who's not played any first-team league football, only played in at the same level as City under-21s with Southampton. Um, but a very comfortable defender. And, and for me, at, at the moment, I wouldn't be too disheartened to, to see him on, on the team sheet come Saturday. I think he is a reliable one who could uh, give us an option all across that back three. Oh, yeah, definitely. And I think just quickly going back to your comments about uh, the whole possession thing, that's the thing. If we'd have played a full-strength squad, we'd have walked all over these tonight. That's the difference. If we'd have played someone like James Perch, George Maris, Harry Charsley, Danny Rose, Andy Cook, um, uh, Jordan Bowery, we'd, we'd have just walked all over them. And that's not... It's not helpful. And as much as we want to see, oh, yeah, we'd, we'd rack up a decent score, it's not helpful in our preparations because... What what's the point in playing someone if you're just going to walk all over them? You need to test yourself. You need to try try different things, and I think going back to the defence, I think that's the same thing. We need to find our our best best defence, but then we've also got the the strength and the depth that we can change it up. And I think although O'Driscoll was very much an unknown when he came in, I think we he's, he's going to be a very exciting prospect. And I think if he gets the right game time and I think if he keeps his head in the right place he's he's really going to have a decent future because he was a fantastic fantastic play tonight and I think the the partnership between him and Ryan Sweeney was brilliant Sweeney's fantastic game uh, um, Mayo I'm not doing it for Mayo it's it's not Mayo doesn't get the bell ring. That's not how it works. Mayonnaise. Ma- ma- that's his actual name, Nathan. Oh, you knew, you know how to ring the bell. Come on, mayonnaise. There it is. Oh, for God's sake! Uh, but no, nah, it's they are still gelling. And yes, you can say, oh, it might be our fourth or fifth game together. It's not not in a competitive environment. It's our second competitive game, and I think obviously Saturday Saturday will be a lot different. Uh, Tranmere brings their own own threats and and, and different challenges. But as a as a team tonight, I was thoroughly impressed. Obviously, it's disappointing to concede three, and especially the two of the manner that they were. But other than that, the defence wasn't actually that bad. There's plenty of po- there's more positives to pick out than the negatives. And at this point of the season, considering we've had nearly seven months off, that's not not a bad thing at all. Comparing the two, Nathan Edge, between um, you know that com- the last competitive game at Preston where we were beaten um, in the way we were to tonight um, what were the differences for you? I actually even though we've lost 4-0 and 3-0 which is obviously the improvement because that's one less goal conceded um, I <laughs> always am, pick the positives exactly I am genuinely sort of feeling a lot more optimistic after this game than, than I was after after Preston um, simply because we, we did more going forward we did create more chances this time um, and I do think that that's going to get better um, you know we've just been speaking about the defence the thing is when, when League 2 when you know when the league campaign begins we, we're coming up against a different opposition now I'm not saying that it's going to be easier or they're not going to hurt us because that obviously is not how football works but you're not going to be coming up against the likes of what we have done against Preston and, and, and Man City under-21s who are able to sort of pick you apart with those cutting edge passes. You know that it's going to be a different challenge. It's going to be probably more uh, aerial battles, getting out. You know, dealing with crosses, and it's going to be a different uh, you know scenario for our defenders to deal with. So although yes, they haven't done you know 
they haven't sort of covered themselves with glory so far. That hopefully, uh, I could be clutching at straws, but that hopefully will change. You know, come Saturday when we face Tramia, because like I say, they're 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 in League Two for a reason, and um, it, it's it's a completely di- different kettle of fish. So I'm looking forward at least to see, uh, you know, how how we do get on. But the, the positives for me weren't if you put aside the defensive errors that we have made, we seem to be doing more on the ball now. We, we, we're we connecting better. The midfield seemed in in relative control today. And all we need is a bit more sharpness and a bit more of a cutting edge in that in the box. And hopefully we can get, you know, get, get the ball in the back of the neck. So that's the next step. Ten days ago, Cam, uh, obviously that Preston game, Graham Coughlin said we weren't ready for competitive football then. Ten days on, um, having played... A, a, a number of friendlies behind closed doors. I think we've played three friendlies, if I'm right in thinking. I think we played 221 side, but I think we played Burnley under 23. No, and, Burn, Burnley was a weird Burnley one was, because they played two games on the same day. Yeah. Um, so who was it then? It, it was. Yeah, it was Burnley. West, West Brom under West 23s Brom. and, yeah. and Barnsley yeah. under 23s. Sorry. And um, we played those, obviously. Within twice in, in two days different squads in each and then we played Burnley on Saturday so we've had three games in between the Preston game and t- tonight if you add tonight into the mix as well are we now ready for competitive football when Saturday comes or do you think we're still a week shy oh, I think we're there Nath yeah I, I think we are ready uh, and you've got to remember uh, you know Tramia would have had a similar situation you know, similar preparation to us and I don't think their pre-season has gone uh, you know, swimmingly either. So uh, we're ready as we're going to be. I, I think it's about time. Um, obviously, I think it'll still feel like it felt tonight. It, it didn't feel like a competitive game again, did it, Cam? Because, again, no fans in the stadium. It's always di- different trying to sort of watch with the camera. You get very frustrated not being able to see certain things um, of the game. Welcome to my world. <laughs> <laughs> if you missed that, Nathan said, welcome to his world. Um, I think it's, it's one of those, isn't it, where we've just sort of got to get used to it a little bit, but on the pitch we just need to step it up that, that extra 5-10% because on tonight's performance you know I, I felt we we did very well and all we missed really was a goal and I think had we scored you know in that second half when it was 1-0 I think it would have been I know it's a cliche to say but I actually think it would have been a completely different outcome at all I think it would have sort of taken the sting out of Man City's tail a little bit Oh definitely and I think you, you think back to obviously we we scored before they did I, I still don't see where the, there was a ball behind around, and I can't. I can't honestly, even after seeing the replay, I can't see where there was a foul. And obviously, we just our heads weren't quite in the right place for thirty seconds, and they they're one nil up, and then we did well to battle back, and then we just threw it away in the last few minutes. But we've then got to think that is not our starting eleven. That is not our strongest eleven at all five minutes just under to go in the post-match uh, cool down post-match reaction show last chance to get your comments in and have your say on your team I'm going to ask you guys for a man of the match uh, just before we finish as well uh, but like you were saying there Cam you said that that's probably not our starting 11 so what would be your starting 11 and then we'll see if Nathan agrees and, and if I agree and then we'll send you off to uni and me and Nathan will get very drunk and celebrate so will I um You'd probably say um, I don't think Maynard, Maynard won't start on Saturday at all, um, and I think uh, Smith definitely won't start on Saturday because you think you've got someone like 
Daniel Rose and Andy Cook and John Bowery ready and ready to go. Maynard's probably not quite. They're obviously only played 60 minutes. I'd be disappointed if Clark didn't play, but we've then got George Maris, um, Harry Charlesley and James Perch uh, ready and raring to go. So it's, we're not short of options, but tonight was definitely not not the starting eleven. I think, obviously, the, the creativity of someone like Maris and Charlesley can just change a game instantly. And we've seen it for Maris over the last couple of years at, at, at Cambridge. And then we've seen Charlesley, how, how dangerous he can be. Um, from the games that he played obviously earlier this year and he's going to be another one for the future because he's t- we've really built a young squad and obviously all these players aren't quite at the full potential so they've still got a lot to learn they've got uh, regular League 2 football to be playing and I bet they just can't wait to get going and now we're what four, four, three, four days away from the start of the season and you could and we look ready 100% Uh Stephen asks, how did Reed play Nath? I'll uh, give us your opinions on Jamie Reed tonight. Um, I don't think he uh, you know, was, was, did himself, uh, you know, made himself look bad at all. I think it's, first half he probably wasn't inv- as, as involved as we, we would have hoped, but the second half he, he started to sort of link up a bit more with Maynard. I, I think we've got a lot to see from him. He, he, I think he's, um, you know, got uh, got so a lot of potential. Uh, he's strong, so... I, and and obviously he does know where the net is if you give him the chance. I just don't think it really fell for him tonight. So um, you know, I I think he's in is in contention for for Saturday at, at at least on the bench anyway. Would you be going with him on Saturday, Cam? Uh, probably not. He he'd probably just look straight for for Rose and and Cook. Obviously, I think interesting though that Cook's not been involved. Um, the last couple of uh, couple of games, obviously, wasn't involved tonight. wasn't involved at all um, on uh, on Saturday at Burnley either. So maybe is there a, a little knock there, or possibly? So he could he could start touch of the COVIDs, anything like that. Yeah, he he could start then. Obviously, we don't know the situation. Andy Cook, obviously, Andy Cook. If you if you're going to start your, uh, a, a decent striker, you're going to go with Andy Cook because we know how how dangerous he is. He know obviously knows the the, the Tranmere lads knows their defence but knows their weaknesses as well and um, I think some, someone definitely going to benefit on Saturday if he does play if not we've got we've got a decent replacement obviously in Maynard but also then in, in Jamie Reid I think it was just very unfortunate I think him Maynard Sinclair uh, Gordon had a decent chance uh, they, they were just didn't quite fall for him and obviously the, the goalkeeper Manchester City had, oh he had a fantastic game didn't he brilliant game made some uh, some decent saves um, and so that's the thing when you're coming up against opposition like that you, you, it's not always going to be easy because obviously they've still got a point to prove why this should be at Man City under 21 one of the best academies in the world we are in to the very last minute in fact we've got 50 seconds left so I'm going to ask you for both for a man of the match Nathan give me uh, a name I am going to go for Tyree Sinclair Cam give me a name yeah Tyree Sinclair I think we unanimously agree on that Tyree Sinclair for me uh, he has to start on Saturday Ollie Clark must start as well I felt they linked up very very well together uh, Colin says team is looking better uh, and he also says our shows are amazing I think that's a, a nice thing to say Colin we really appreciate that and with less than 20 seconds left uh, on the clock uh, tonight I'm going to let 
Cam, I'm going to give you the last 10 seconds to give your thoughts on pre-season heading in to the season, starting on Saturday, starting right now. Uh, it's been difficult and obviously the situation with the whole coronavirus and actually like being able to play games has been difficult. We've, we've still got a long way to go between now. That's it. His time is up. That's it. I've cut him off. The 30 minutes is up. Um, and that is it for uh, tonight's post-match cool-down, post-match reaction show. Going to keep it going for a couple of minutes more because this is the last chance um, that we've said uh, at the top of the show that we're all going to be in a room together. We've obviously been... Oh, can't wait. Uh, we've obviously <laughs> been doing things on, on Skype and, and things like that over the, the lockdown period and coming into this season. You are moving to university, um, but give me and Nathan the news that we want to hear. Um, Will you still be involved in the Mansfield Matters podcast um, via Skype, or will you be starting Salford Matters? Uh, Definitely joining you via Skype. And I thought we'd got rid of him. Uh, In all seriousness, good luck when you move to Manchester. Uh, And remember, don't tell him where you live. And real name. Um, last uh, comment. Um, last couple of comments. Um, Andy says, uh, "Agree." Ari Clark and Sinclair. Come on, you stags. Um, you sort of darted the question earlier when I asked it, so I'm going to ask you both again. I would like you both to name your starting lineup on Saturday. Nathan, I'm going to start with you. Your starting lineup for Saturday. Um, I, I don't based, think based 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 purely. Sorry, based on um, what you've seen and heard in pre-season and what your preference will be, not what you think Cochrane will play. Yeah, your yeah. preference. Yeah, no, I don't think it'll be too dissimilar from from tonight. Um, the Maristek obviously in goal. Uh, back three, uh, I'd, I'd I'd stick with O'Driscoll, Sweeney, and uh, and and uh, you ready? Mayonnaise. Yes. Um, right, I think uh, you know O'Keefe on the sort of right wing back where he's been. He's, he's looked really promising so far. So uh, very happy with him. Now the left back. This is could be con- well left wing back. This could be controversial. Sorry, right, we're, right, uh, we're ending the show after this. It's okay, fine. Lovely. Um, you know, it might be a bit harsh to possibly drop Benning at this point in the season, but I'd be very tempted to put Gordon there, or obviously O'Keefe could go there, and they they both could switch. I'd, at the moment, I'd be tempted because it it just doesn't seem to have the confidence at the moment. But you could argue dropping him isn't going to give him confidence either. So um, I don't think that will happen. But I'd be tempted. Uh, mid free, mid- midfield free, um, based on certainly pre-season and today, uh, I'd go for Ollie Clark if he's match fit, which I think he should be at least for 60, 70 minutes. Uh, Tyree Sinclair, because he's definitely earned it. And uh, I'd probably go with Maris. And then up top, it's quite a challenge, but Danny Rose and I would... Uh, put a bit of faith in uh, in Jamie Reid actually I'd, I'd stick him up there with, with Danny Rose if they can get a partnership going Cam Felton your lineup again based on what you've seen in pre-season not what you think Cochrane will go with uh, Stetching goal uh, right back Kellen Gordon and then a centre three of Menaez uh, Sweeney and O'Driscoll left back uh uh, definitely O'Keefe. Midfield three, probably Charlesley, um, Clark, and um, Tyree Sinclair, and then up front, uh, Danny Rose, and if he's fit, Andy Cook. 
For me, I'm going to sort of pick from both. Marek stacking goal, obviously. I would go with the same back three that we had tonight, which is uh, uh, Mayonnaise, um, Aaron O'Driscoll and Ryan Sweeney. Midfield um, would be O'Keefe. Uh, I would go. I'd like to see Maris and uh, Clark together. I think they make a good pairing. Um, and do you know what? I think I, I would take the plunge. Obviously, Mal Bellin is a, a knight of the realm, but I think um, Kellen Gordon, from what I've seen, has done very well down that left-hand side. And obviously, there's that option to interchange the two between him and O'Keefe throughout the game. Um, so I will go with Kellen Gordon and um, with Mal to bring on if, if needed on the bench, that is. Tyreek Sinclair would get a game for me in behind the front two, which would be of Rose and Reed. I really rated Reed tonight. I felt he played very, very well, had some good little touches, unlucky not to score on a couple of occasions, got into good areas. I think we've got a good, hungry, young striker there. Well, that is it. Um, obviously, we will try and endeavour to do another podcast before Saturday, but it might not happen because of work commitments and Cam's got to pack up all his stuff and Nathan's got a business to run and we've all got lives. I mean, um, my podcast stuff's already packed up. So, so. there you go. He's, he's ready to go and start Salford Matters. So there you go. Um, so by the time we will see you again, um, Cam will have hopefully settled into uni. What's the first thing you're going to unpack? Booze. Second thing you're going to want, second thing you're going to unpack uh, on Saturday laptop and TV hopefully and the third thing I mean I want to watch the game more importantly uh, and the third thing uh, I'm, shut it you <laughs> honestly these last few weeks has been hell because these pair Salford and Macclesfield that's it or United or City. It's, it's been pipe down Salford matters. He's not going to answer the question. Well, no, no, no. It's, it's been good, um, but yeah, it's it's going to be a weird one on Saturday because uh, still going to be tuning into the game uh, in the new surroundings. But hopefully, to, uh, can join you um, Saturday evening after the game. Hopefully for the cool down. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. If we get everything sorted, might just be me and a laptop in an empty room. Well, that's maybe. that's pretty much Nathan's setup every <laughs> yeah. week, isn't it? Nathan, can I ask you a question? Honestly, I've, I've known you for many a year. You're my best friend. Have oh. you actually got anything in your house? What, what, I, I'm like very conscious of when it comes through <laughs> in the podcast, especially because I can't see what it's going to, you know, so you guys have got all these, uh, well, semi-professional uh, setups, you know. With whoa, the, whoa, with whoa, 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 whoa. With, with your backdrops and stuff, but, uh, you know, I'm, I'm more cautious. I don't know what's necessarily my background, so I'm, I'm like, I've gone for the... You try and find a, a white wall as possible, yeah, yeah basically. So, fair enough. Play it safe. Fair enough. Will we see you on Saturday? What are you? Are you, are you double booked on Saturday? What, what's oh, what's yeah. going on for you? If if I get my admin in, in order, then hopefully uh, I should be. Yeah. Yeah. Get your admin sorted because we we all need to catch up and do this again. It's been a been a great left. Or be it socially distanced through Skype again. That is it. Uh, that is it. Any wise words of wisdom for Cam, by the way, before we send him off and we end the show? Good luck. That's all I can say. God, well, that was no, quite whoa, whoa, nice. Well, not to Cam. All oh, right. To, to Manchester. <laughs> so, oh yeah. There we go. Uh, uh, for those who don't know, I've known Cam since you were, what, 14? 14. What was the first thing we did, did I taught it, you to interestingly, do? Interestingly, no, yeah, it was, well, it was a, a news, well, it was kind of a news bulletin podcast-esque sort of thing. It was very much supposed to be sport-orientated, but it very quickly just turned into stags just by the virtue it's me and you. Yeah. <laughs> and obviously it was weird because I'd never done anything like that before it was weird going in as a as a 14 year old and it, this was just off the back of getting promotion into the league so it was very much still fresh in the mind and we we just went from it from there and then got my own show and everything that turned into sport themed 
doing this, that and the other. And we've done multiple sport things along the way, uh, swimming challenges and everything. Um, and a lot of football stuff along the way, talking about football. Lots and lots of lots football. Lots of football, yeah. Um, obviously, I'll give you the advice that I gave you earlier. Don't tell them where you live. Never tell them your proper name. Um <laughs> And there you go. Uh, but genuinely, it's been a pleasure to watch you grow up and sort of become the idiot that you are now. Oh, uh, I can't believe that you're actually off to university. That makes me feel ridiculously old. Whatever you do, go and smash it. Get you whatever you're going to get, your degree or whatever. Um, and when you become mega rich, never forget who we're always very supportive of you, supportive of you every single week, weren't we, Nate? We've oh, been nothing but supportive, have we? Absolutely. Absolutely yeah, supportive. the Mansfield Matters podcast. Absolutely. That's it. Uh, that's it from uh, Cam and Nathan. Thanks very much for their input tonight. And great to have them around watching the game as well. And that is it from me as well. That is it from the Cool Down post-match reaction show. The pre-season friendlies are over. The cup games are over for now. It's time for league action. Tramia Rovers, the visitors to the One Call Stadium, will be an empty one on Saturday. And then, obviously, the week after, Leighton Orient away. And then the month finishes with Exeter City at home. Fingers crossed, by the time October rolls around and a trip to Newport's out of the way, we'll be able to go and watch the Stags at home to Stevenage. But for now, we'll be following the action virtually. Podcast in the week, talking about all news Mansfield Town related. And then after every single game, about 15 minutes-ish after the full-time whistle, we will be bringing you the cool-down post-match reaction show. Only fair to give the last word to Cam Felton. This is the show for the fans, by the fans. Why? Because Mansfield matters. There it is. See you next time. Have a great night, everybody. Good night. Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.